The Girl Camper Podcast is sponsored by Liberty Outdoors, innovative makers of high-quality, lightweight, towable trailers for every stage of the RVer's life. And Campco Manufacturing. For over 50 years, this company has been making products for outdoor enthusiasts. Whether you are RVing, boating, camping, towing, tailgating, or grilling, Camco Manufacturers has products to help you enjoy your time off. We are also sponsored by our consortium of girl camper-friendly RV dealerships. Bankston Motorhomes with five locations in Alabama and Tennessee, Setzer's World of Camping in Huntington, West Virginia, and Tom's Camperland with three locations in Phoenix, Arizona. Service, integrity, and committed staffers are some of the hallmarks of these reputable dealerships. To visit any of our sponsors, go to girlcamper.com and follow the links on our homepage. Hello, my name is Janine Pettit and I'm a girl camper. I go places and I do things in my Liberty Outdoors lightweight towable trailers. Along the way, I meet many interesting people traveling the back roads, and I want to share their stories with you. We will talk about the qualities of what makes a girl camper and how you can be a girl camper too. The girl campers are having a party, and you're invited. Stay tuned while I share what's happening on the back roads of America the Beautiful. Welcome, I'm Janine Pettit, Girl Camping Ambassador, Blogger, Adventurist, and Podcaster. And this is episode 141 of Girl Camper, the podcast. On today's show, I welcome my very own real-life sister, Natalie Hill. Natalie is a wife, mom, and founder of the Hold You Foundation, the official charity of the Girl Camper podcast, the Hold You Foundation helps families with children in catastrophic health crises by supplying them with things that other charities cannot, like Uber money for that poor mom who is taking her child to chemotherapy on a city bus. Besides being incredibly altruistic, she's my only sibling that camps, and she camps the old school way in a vintage trailer with no AC, propane, or plumbing. I thought it would be cool to send Natalie out to an RV resort to experience camping from another perspective. As we like to say here at the podcast, there's no wrong way to camp like a girl. So we sent her off to Highways West Flying Flags RV Resort and Campground in Buellton, California for a weekend of camping and pampering. She's here today to share the inside story on luxury camping. Stay tuned. Before we head into our news roundup, I have a message from Campco. What does Campco make? They make stuff. Stuff for tailgating, stuff for camping, stuff for grilling, stuff for hiking, stuff for boating, stuff for cleaning, stuff for maintaining your boat and RV, stuff for making your outdoor time even better. 
Campco manufactures over 4,000 things and they are always innovating and meeting the needs of the growing number of RVers, boaters, and outdoor enthusiasts out there. Chances are you probably own a Campco product already. They're a homegrown company right here in the USA making their products in Greensboro, North Carolina. I've had so much fun all summer testing out their products, and my favorite thing is this Campco kitchen. It literally sets up and breaks down in minutes, literally less than two minutes. It folds up, it sticks in a durable zippered bag with an easy carry handle. I've been using it since March, and it still looks like new because of that great storage case. I toss it in the back of my truck, and no matter what I dump on top of it, it doesn't get scratched or dented. You can find Camco products at many fine retail outlets like Walmart and Amazon, but also the Teardrop Shop carries so many of them. Thank you, Camco, for making camping cleaner, neater, easier, prettier, and more affordable. In our news roundup today, I have a few reminders. We're heading into our September sabbatical where I will be posting the mini podcast while on break for the month. So I want to remind all of you that we have some fun events coming up for the fall. First thing on the docket is the Ohio Country Living Fair in Columbus. That is taking place the weekend of September 14th through 16th. I'm going to be there with my Mini Max all decked out, and I'm going to be joined by my two besties in the Midwest, Miss Ginny McKinney, who is going to be glamping up her tent. Ginny has gotten this great kind of fun teepee tent, and rather than towing her big trailer to faraway places, she's been using this great tent, and she has such a beautiful setup, so she's going to set that up there, and Gail is going to have her new rig. So Gail traded in her famous A-frame with the sunflowers all over it and she bought a 1990 Ford Ecoline camper van. It's weird to think that something from 1990 is now considered retro. Gail bought this thing from the original owner who only used it slightly. He actually used it because his wife had a spinal problem and she couldn't sit up for long periods of time. So even when they went someplace local to the store or something, she had a bed in the back of that they can lay down in. They never really even camped at it. And after this woman's husband passed away, she just parked the thing in her barn for 15 years and Gail came by and bought it. It's unbelievable when you see it in person because it's in like incredible mint condition. And van camping in a retro camper is even cooler than just regular van camping. So I can't wait for people to see this. It's, ju- it's just the coolest thing. So the three of us are going to be hanging out all weekend and our little created campground at the Country Living Fair. We're going to be meeting and greeting girl campers and chatting. So if you want to attend that fair, please stop by and chat with us. I'm going to put the link in the show notes so with all the details about that fair and I look forward to seeing everybody there. It's it's really so much fun. It really truly is the pages of Country Living Magazine coming to life. If you love design, if you love handmade, created, really curated, beautiful things, it is just a great place for you to go. 
Now, also, my next Camper College is at General RV, and that is coming up on October 5th. That's a Friday night. So I'm going to be at General RV's dealership in Canton, Ohio on that day. Going to be meeting and greeting girls, but also we're going to do that walkthrough of the whys and the hows of trailer ownership. So it doesn't matter if you're just looking into getting a trailer for the first time and you don't know a thing about it, or if you already own one, and now this is an opportunity for you after you've been using that trailer for six months or a year or even two years to ask the questions that you're not really sure of. So typically at a camper college, a member of the dealership service department, usually their service manager, walks us through each aspect of that trailer from the hitch to the plumbing to the dumping and they demonstrate how everything works. That's always informative and good. I don't care if you've already been um, RVing for a long time, you always learn something new. After that happens, there's always a Q&A session, which you think is going to be two or three questions, but it always ends up being even longer than the walkthrough. That's very telling to me because that tells me that there are people out there using these things and their questions are not being answered. So I always love hearing the questions asked at a camper college event. I always, always learn something new. So to sign up for that event at General RV in October, October 5th, you could go to our meetup group, which is Camp Like a Girl, joinmeetup.com, join our group and RSVP on there. But if you want to go really simple, you could just go over to the Girl Camper Podcast page on Facebook. Across the top toolbar, there's something that says Events. Click on the events and just tell us that you're coming. The reason we like to know how many people are coming is because they always provide us with a nice little food, a little buffet. People are coming from work. The event starts at 4 p.m. And from 4 to like 5, 5.15, we're just letting people gather and talk and look through the trailers that are on the uh, floor there, the showroom or outside. And then about 5.15 or so, we go into the actual Camper College learning end of the deal. And then there's Q&A. And it's really just a great place for you to meet other people from your area who are doing the things you're doing. And when I say for area, there are people who are coming from three and a half, four, five hours away and staying in a hotel. I'm kind of undecided yet if I'm taking my trailer and going to camp there overnight, but I will be posting that online on the event page. So check on that. I'm considering that, although I got a lot of towing to do in the next couple of uh, months. So I don't. I might just buzz out there in the car and return back home. But other people might be camping out there. So if you want to bring your camper and stay overnight with other people who might be camping, that's always a great possibility. Now, one last thing on this. If you just show up and you haven't um, RSVP'd or you haven't told us, we're not going to turn you away because we don't do that. <laughs> I might have to cut my sandwich in half, but I'm not going to turn you away. So if you were planning on going camping that weekend, but then at the last minute it's raining or something came up and you don't go and you just think, oh my gosh, this is camper college weekend. Maybe I should just go over go ahead and come over because we don't care. We're just going to open the door and let you in. So don't worry about silly things like if you don't have a reservation. We don't stand on ceremony here at these events. So we're not going to turn anybody away. Now, that is all the news for today. I'm going to be right back with my sister, Natalie, and we're going to be talking about Highways West and their 
awesome RV resort facilities. I can't wait to hear all about it. We'll be back in a minute. from Tom's Camperland. Tom's Camperland of Arizona. They have been leading the industry, specializing in truck campers, truck toppers, and trailers since 1979. With over 40,000 square feet of covered showroom space, there's never a bad day to tour the largest selection of lightweight towables in that region. Doesn't matter what you're looking for. If you need a truck camper, a truck cover, a travel trailer, the staff at Tom's will provide no pressure information, competitive pricing, and customer service that is top rated in this industry. Tom's has three locations in the greater Phoenix area. To view their inventory online, follow the link at girlcamper.com or go to tomscamperland.com and take a look. Thank you, Toms, for coming on the show and supporting the Girl Campers. We'll be back in a minute. Welcome back, everyone. It's a great pleasure to have my sister on the show today. Not only is she my best friend and the kindest person in the world, she is the only sibling I have out of seven that actually camps. So, Natalie, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thanks for having me. <laughs> I'm, I'm thrilled to have <laughs> a chat with Nat. So, I know it's kind of odd that among our seven siblings, the seven of us, only you and I are campers. Yeah, I think maybe maybe one other, but not much. Yeah. Do you mean Greg? Definitely. Yeah. Yeah, he's an occasional he's more a hiker. Yeah, he's an yeah. occasional. Yeah, but he certainly didn't yeah. raise his kids like camping. Yeah, yeah. That's true. Yeah. So, I want to know. So, you've been camping for a couple of years now cuz you like me kind of did a return to camping. So what made you actually, like, buy a camper and return to camping after so many years? Well, you made me buy a camper. <laughs> I, didn't I mean, make you didn't you. make me buy one. You just strongly encouraged me, and I was really caught up in the, um, I was really caught up in the vintage campers and the look of those and how fun that was. And when I moved to California, in the back of my mind, it was all about the outdoors and camping, that I could get out 12 months of the year and, and be in nature. So I had camped a little bit over the years, sort of maybe 10 camped once a year or something. But And um, then when, um, when my daughter was young, a group of friends started doing an annual trip, and so we would go. And that was sort of the same time you started – with camping again and with the vintage campers and the groups and and I just got really inspired by that and tired of sleeping on the ground. Yeah. Yeah, that's so, what happens, yeah. right? 
I have yeah. to tell you though, like you're a traveler. You've you've traveled in a, outside of the country to a lot of places. You you did a backpacking in Europe when you were only like were you like eighteen when you did that or was that after high school? Right out of college. Okay. Twenty one. Yeah. Yeah. So like you're not a person afraid to travel and you do you're like a person always looking for that Groupon. You like luxury travel. You like to be pampered. So what is it about this kind of travel, like camping like this, that made it appealing to you? Why why just this style of vacationing? This, well, I just, I love the idea that I'm in my own little home. I could go to a hotel and feel unsatisfied. I needed to open the window and there were no windows in there or... Um, it just wasn't, or it felt like it was overwhelmed with chemical smells from cleaning products or something. It just, there's a lot of expectation when you're paying that amount of money, too, I think, so that you can go pay money for luxury travel and still not feel that comfortable. I, I like the idea of the comfort of this type of travel, that we show up, we're in our own little home with the things that matter to us, and... and we know what makes us comfortable. And so we take that home to a beautiful setting. Yeah, I, to- I think that yeah. was. I totally agree with you there. And you and I are kind of simpatico in that, that we're, we're people who like our creature comforts. And, mm-hmm. and we also, you know, we just enjoy kind of controlling your environment, like being in a place that makes you happy. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Now, but you've always been kind of a state park kind of camper. Like you rustic camp and you love the beach. And here you are in California where you have, you know, Carpinteria is a campground I always see online. And it's a place that you camp and it's right on the beach. So for Highways West, which is this combination of all the things we love about camping, but also those pampering things Tell me what your experience was at Highways West. First, tell us where it is. You went to the Highways West Flying Flags in Buellton, California. So for our listeners who aren't familiar with California, you're in the L.A. area. So situate our listeners and tell us where it is from you. So it's about two hours and 20 minutes from where I live in the San Fernando Valley of Los Angeles. So it's a good two two hours, two and a half hours from L.A. It's just north of Santa Barbara by 45 minutes. So north of L.A.? Well, way north of L.A. Yes, north of L.A., north of Santa Barbara. Okay. So, yeah, about two hours, located in the San Inez Valley. Uh, part of, of Santa Barbara. So when County. you say two and a half hours, is that travel time or L.A. time? Because I know when I'm visiting you and we go someplace, <laughs> it seems like it's 20 miles away. But in L.A. traffic, it takes forever to get there. Well, it's a pretty straight shot on the freeway, so you can get there in two and a half hours. Uh, it might take a little longer if you run into some sort of traffic when you hit Santa Barbara because you have to go past Santa Barbara, mm-hmm. but so it could take three hours. I, it probably wouldn't take more than three hours. Okay. All right. Yeah. So tell us about the campground itself. Let's start with 
um, the sights at the campground. Um, you, now you have a vintage trailer, and it doesn't have, it doesn't have anything. It doesn't. You, what is your trailer's like a 1960 Shasta, beautifully restored. But you don't, right, but we don't have any hookups. We dry camp in that, so hookups aren't no a, propane. No propane, no water. We do you we, have electric in yours? We we do have electric. We do have electric. Okay, yes. but that's it. So we had electric hookups at at Flying Flags, and they offer everything for any type of of camper, any type of large motorhome. They yeah. have full hookups but we we don't need them we just need the electric so yeah so even that for Um, you though was a treat because you usually camp without electric so here you could run your blender make a smoothie turn on a fan right yeah we could we could charge our phones (laughs) charge your phones (laughs) yeah charge our phones okay yeah so we could take pictures for instagram um yeah we could we we do enjoy the electric so that was nice to have and the sites are beautiful they're really long sites and you don't have it's a pull through so we don't have anyone in front of us or behind us directly we have the full length of the site and then in between each site are patches of grass and trees often okay did you Um, feel like there was a privacy screen created by the landscaping it wasn't necessarily private but they were large enough that you didn't feel like you were you know like some places on top of your neighbor like it didn't have that it doesn't definitely doesn't have that parking lot feel it has because of the patches of grass and the hookups and because the amount of space they allow between the sites. Okay. So, so the sites yeah. are a good plus. Very lovely. Yeah. Do all do all Very of the nice. sites have full hookups? All of the sites have full hookups. Now, whether they have some have, you know, they have sites that they call premium pull through, premium backup, premium plus pull through with you know higher powered amps and okay. Um, so they have a, a large variety of of amenities at the site. Some of the sites come with a barbecue, a grill, which is awesome. So you have that, and you have all of them come with picnic tables and hookups, but some of them have come with also a, a barbecue and a fire pit. Mm-hmm. So we did see a lot of people making use of, of that. Do the regular sites have fire pits? No, the premium sites come with a fire pit. Okay. I'm just wondering in California because, you know, there's such a problem with fires and danger. Do they, do they have a community fire pit for people to go to that they can monitor? Or do people just not do campfires there? Well, when you're not in a place that's super wooded like this, they allow campfires. And when we camp at a few places on the beach, they allow regular on logs, big campfires. Right. A lot of the places that you go, they might restrict you to a, what are those logs? Those uh, so like the wax logs. logs. Right. Yeah, like a Duraflame log that's in a covered pit. So right. not ideal, but it gives you the feel of it. So here, because it's not really wooded, the restrictions aren't aren't as great because there's a lot of open spaces. Okay. So, 
Yeah. Now, among the trailers that were there, did you see like a wide range of small trailers and all the way up to the big like Class A motorhomes? Is there a variety? Oh my gosh, a huge variety. I mean, we were so tiny, we're 13 feet, <laughs> and we were sandwiched between giant, giant, gorgeous motorhomes that that the guy told me next to us cost him uh, a half a million dollars, you know, oh my so, gosh. You, you know, so you have a huge variety in those, mm-hmm. and, and to the sites, they have, um, one of the sites there is super cool, I mean, it would be just a fantastic thing to do for the fun of it because it comes with um it comes with its own cabana that's a wood covered cabana that's huge that has in it an outdoor kitchen a seating area a fireplace cable tv i mean my daughter was like what can we stay there yeah so i mean it was just you know it would be just a blast to stay in there yeah yeah, for fun, at, you know, and just enjoy that whole thing or for a big party or something. Or if you wanted to rent that in addition to other sites with friends and everyone could gather there, it's just a huge It sounds like a great uh, covered patio. Like family reunion thing. If somebody rented that site, it could be your family reunion kind of gathering space. Yeah, I mean, there's these big cushy lounge chairs in there and an oh enormous gosh. kitchen with a barbecue. I mean, so it would be really fun. And there were a lot of people staying there that you could tell were staying in large groups with campers. So, you know, you had like four families in a row that you could tell were all vacationing together there when we were there. So it is a super great place for that because kids can roam free and safely and, and, and come back to their site. Well, let's talk about that. Let's talk about, like, if you were going to have a family reunion there, and I I would love to. It sounds like so much fun. What would you be doing at the campground? What what kind of amenities are in the campground? Okay, well, there's a lot of amenities. This place has two pools, one in the front of the uh, campground and one in the back that's a brand-new pool. There are cabanas. We got a cabana every morning. I mean, we walked over and put our stuff down. We're early pool people, so we got there when it opened, Mm -hmm. and we got a cabana every day. I mean, a cabana with lounge chairs, so you have that. Oh, my gosh. That's so resorty. Yeah. Yeah, that's very resorty. I mean, my daughter was in heaven, and, and that was just a great thing. That gives you that combination you were talking about of, I'm at a campground in my own space, but I'm at a resort enjoying all these things that anyone enjoys in a resort hotel. I mean, it, it was, you can pluck that pool out of the campground and put it in a resort hotel and you're, it, it's the same. It's the exact same. Right. So it, right. it was just really nice. Bathrooms are super clean. They have a bocce ball that's all lit up at night beautifully. They have, um, uh, Horseshoes, horseshoes, and a fitness center, and a playground. And you spoke about this earlier, but I and I, if they do have community fire pits as well. So if you don't want to light your own fire, there are plenty of community fires around there to gather around. And do they um, have chairs already around them so you can just? Oh yeah, Adir- the Adirondack chairs. Oh, yeah, yeah, I love that. Yeah. 
They yeah, had that. Nice. They had that at a uh, Sandy Pines campground in May. Just in Maine, just this beautiful big fire pit. All the wood was there. Someone from the staff lights it for you, and you just swing by and sit down for a while without doing any of the work. Yeah, it's nice. We did so, that. When so I was there's trip, two. So. There's two pools at this Flying Flag. Is there any pool that's like Adult Swim, or is there a hot tub that's adults only? Yes, there is. There's uh, the pools are not adult only, but the one in the front seemed to be more adult, and then the 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 one pool is an adult only hot tub. So one pool, one hot tub, kids can go in. Another is no kids. So and and that was nice. I did I did see a lot of people in that, and. Um, yeah, the pools were just were just perfect, really. Now, were the and, pools very crowded? Well, we were there at a really full time, and I have to say, for the campground was full to capacity, and the pool felt very it felt busy with kids, mm-hmm. but it didn't feel so. It, it felt like every there were seats, and some people come and some people go, so. I did stay all day, but, <laughs> but other people, other people, you know, were walking in at three and they were able to get a lounge because somebody else just left. So there's a lot of turnover. It's not like you feel like, oh, if you don't get there at the crack of dawn, you're not going to get a spot for the whole day. There's people coming and going. So Now, at the um, campground, um, were there planned activities at the campground, like um, craft time for kids or movie night or things like this? I know in the summertime they have concerts on the weekend. They have full-on concerts in the the back part, so live music. Oh, that sounds fun. uh, Yeah, very fun. So I know they have that every weekend. We weren't there for that. We were there during the week, but... I know they have that during the weekend. And, oh, and this is another great amenity that will suck your children in, especially. Um, we were greeted with warm cookies. Oh, my gosh. Warm, is that when you check in? We were in? greeted with warm. When we checked in, we all got a warm chocolate chip cookie. Yeah. So. Oh, yummy. That Yeah, mm-hmm. that would get me. Now, well, you know, that says welcome, and that means a lot. And it, it's a warm cookie, but it says welcome, and we're here for you. And there, and it was in the lovely camp store that they have there that has everything you need. Tell us about the camp so, store because, you know, Rick, my husband, Rick, your brother-in-law, he judges every campground by the quality of their camp store. <laughs> He just oh, is so always, funny. always like evaluating people's camp stores. So tell us about the camp yeah. store there. Well, the camp store had everything you need for practical purposes, but then it also had all the great impractical items like candle. Well, candles are practical in the sense if you're getting a citronella, but just cr- other maybe local artisans or cards that you may need to send out and and some really nice blankets and, and lovely T-shirts that they have there and really all the great local wines that you can find because that area is all about the vineyards. So they, they stock some, uh, some great local wines. And there's actually a big – there's 
a ton of wine there in the in that area. So, it, um, so that was very nice. And could you go into the camp store and get snacks? Like, did they have a ice cream counter there or anything like that? Oh yes, they have adjacent to the campsite store the Campfire Cafe, which has which is also right located near the the front the upfront pool. So all that is local. So if you're at the pool in the front, you're right there where you can grab a lunch or something right by the pool or drinks or snacks and chips and everything like that. But also a really great campfire cafe that has, it's closed two days a week, but it's mainly open and they have breakfast burritos and egg sandwiches and lunch options and ice cream. Yum. So mm -hmm. they have everything you could could need there and that's also right adjacent to a fire pit so if you wanted to grab your dinner in the evening and have it near a fire pit you can do that too yeah did you guys take advantage of that because i know you love to cook when you're camping we didn't get a chance to but um but we did go buy for an ice cream and that was great yeah. <laughs> so yeah yeah, I think an ice cream at a camp store is an absolute prerequisite. It's the first thing people should put in there. It's more important to me than the T-shirts right. and the um, bottles of off for bugs. I, I love right. ice cream at a camp store. I, I rarely eat ice cream at home, but I love to have ice cream when I'm camping. Right. So to be able to go here and have a hand-dipped cone, that's, that was a real treat. Let's go back to the fitness center for a minute, because if you're doing kind of an RV resort, and this is another thing with Rick, he always goes into the gym because he works out at home every day. And, you know, five or six days a week, he usually doesn't go on Sunday. But so it's such a part of his routine that when we're traveling, he starts to get out of sorts when he doesn't get that like formal workout in, even though you're mm -hmm. hiking and walking. And, and I always think, why do we need, you know, fitness centers at a campground? We're out here doing stuff, you know, but I see with right. people like him, like trying to keep that routine. You've got your little morning thing that you do, but he's always so disappointed when he goes in. He always comes out and says, uh, it was an elliptical and, you know, a 10-year-old, um, um, what are the walking ones? All of a sudden, the word escapes me, just a treadmill. So what was the fitness center like there? Oh, it, it was all state-of-the-art. It was all brand new. I don't think he would be disappointed at all. It was ample uh, machines, and I, I didn't use it myself. I don't have his thing. Yeah, um, but it, it was all really, it was not crowded because I don't think there's a, uh, maybe a lot of people who need to follow that routine or it was just mm -hmm. not crowded when we were there. But there were really, really nice equipment, treadmills, ellipticals. So, Does this resort also offer spa services? No, I think there's definitely things locally. There's a lot mm -hmm. in the surrounding area to do, mm -hmm. but they didn't offer spa services there. I thought that would be, uh, and maybe they would offer yoga in the future or something, but I don't know. Maybe they wouldn't get as many people as I think mm -hmm. who would come in, who would, who would want that. Um, but yeah, you know, it's so, funny. I mean, it's all very spa-like. Yeah. The restrooms, the showers, 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. When when you um, get out of the campground, what is it that you can do? What's nearby? What are the local interests that people could do when they're there? Well, I mean, there's so many. Especially if you're from well, if you're from from a different area, you're you're 45 minutes to Santa Barbara, so you could do a day trip to Santa Barbara, go to the pier, have lunch, walk around Santa Barbara and State Street. You can, in the immediate surrounding area, that's all wine country. That's the San Ynez Valley. There are vineyards all around there. And, um, you know, you can make a day of going to all the vineyards and and wine tasting. Um, And you're also just uh, 30 minutes or 20 minutes to really beautiful beaches. So you've got State Park beaches. 20 minutes away, you have wine tasting, some really high-end restaurants in Los Olivos is the name of a little town nearby. Solvang is right there. Solvang is known for its Danish influence, and they have um, a little Dutch pancake house there, and there's a horseback riding place nearby. You can do whale watching. Uh, we went to a mission. There's a, a state park mission that's not too far away. That's about 15 minutes away. The La Persima Mission State Park, which is one of the considered one of the most completely restored missions in California. So you have a bit of history in that area. Yeah. Hi- yeah. Hiking. I mean, there's just sort of a lot of options there. Now, when um, you, uh, when you, your family went to this, this is not the kind of camping you normally do. How do you think it compared in value for what you pay for a state park? Like, what does a site at Carpinteria cost? Carpinteria, where we stay, it depends on where you stay, but when you're right at the beach like we are, that's $65 a night. And that's so. like a state park with no hookups. Well, it does. Some of the sites have hookups where we stay because we want to be right on the water, mm-hmm. and it only allows smaller, smaller campers. Mm-hmm. Does not have any hookups. Period. But some of those places have hookups. I would imagine. I I don't know that they might cost even more than sixty five dollars a night. So yeah. at a minimum, I think you're paying sixty five night dollars a night in some of the state park campgrounds and in our area, in Southern California. Wow, that is so, so high compared to here. Yeah, so what, yeah it's astounding what, to me that there are places that are $15, $20 a night because that is not an option here. Yeah, that well, there's there's no fifteen dollar a site nights in in New Jersey either. But but I have traveled to plenty of places where I've paid eighteen or twenty two dollars a night for a site. But so you're paying sixty five dollars a night to be on a state park site on the beach. You are on the beach. Um, No hookups though. And what did and and I would assume at Carpinteria there aren't like facilities anywhere near like what you're offered at um, Highways West. So what did you pay at Highways West for that site? That was about 70 a night, so not much more. Oh, my gosh. Yes, yes. And from what I gather, because I've been on their site quite a bit, it depends on the season. But in, you know, I just pulled it up this morning to look at it out of curiosity. And in August, 
you can just get a classic pull-through site there for $62 a night. That's, that's incredible. Site, yeah, that's a site that's 50 to 78 foot deep with 30, a pull-through site with 30 to 50 amps, sewer, water, electric, cable, TV hookup, and a picnic table. For $62. I don't know. You could, all those amazing amenities. Yeah. Yeah. I, I could be so sold on that. And, I mean, I've had a lot of fun boondocking this summer. But I'll tell you what happens. I do, like, a certain amount of boondocking, and then I'm ready to rest from camping. <laughs> so, so. Right. So I love this idea because, like you, I like my little home. I like my sheets. I like my pillows. I like my pots and pans. I like, uh, you know, snuggling in and, and reading my book in the afternoon. So I love what RVing offers you, that you are traveling with your own home. But the idea that you can go to a place like this and choose what you want to do. You can, you know, get a cabana by the pool and just relax and finish a book, soak in the hot tub, you know, go to the private clubhouse and watch something, get out of the sun. Like, I just love the idea that you're on a resort vacation, but you're in your own bedroom. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. And and I'm telling you, for a child, it's so great because you don't really have to leave there. This is the this is the magic. You don't have to leave. We did leave. We did go out to lunch and had wine tasting and and but you don't have to leave. We stayed there for most of the time. We just did our thing there from morning till night, and that was very relaxing. And yeah, so, and I'm sure any nine-year-old sure. little girl thought that was just a little slice of heaven. Oh, yes, and you felt like she could run down to the playground, and she met friends. I mean, it's always a plus. We have an only child when, you know, you're laying by the pool, hi, honey, because she's found a friend. Yes. <laughs> and so when you have that opportunity, because you're at a pool with a bunch of kids, and there's another kid who's there with their grandma, and they don't have a friend, and, and they get to meet and play for the day and become buddies and maybe see each other the next day. And, you know, there's a lot to be said for that part of a resort that's an opportunity well, for, go RV. for traveling. Go RVing often says this thing that campgrounds are the last neighborhood. Like when we were kids and we would get on our bikes and ride around. And you don't let your kids do that now. But in a campground, your kids get to experience a neighborhood. They get to meet kids and play with kids and ride bikes. And we used to ride to the store and get penny candy and and, um, ice cream, things that kids don't do now, you know, so I well, love yes, that. that sense of freedom, the freedom that comes with childhood that that's sort of lacking now that we, that we do really love about camping, that they're off on their scooter and you're not really worried. It, you know, you know, they're right around the corner and there's 30 other kids scooting around. And yeah. It's Was great. there anything else about this campground that really stood out to you? Something they offered or did or that you, you just took away like, wow, I loved that? Well, in addition to all of the RV sites, they have a lot of glamping experiences that are uh, available to campers. So if you're not a person with an RV, you have a lot of other opportunities to stay there. What did they have there for the person without a RV? 
So I love this because I often get a lot of friends who say, oh, you camp? I, I, I don't do camping. I, you know, I, I like resorts. Well, I always find that funny. First of all, from the standpoint of just the, the two don't have to be separate. I enjoy camping and resorts, and here's an opportunity to camp at a resort. So, uh, but for those friends who are camping shy and feel like, oh, I might want to try it, but I never have, and that's a little intimidating or something, they have about a dozen beautiful vintage trailers, Airstreams, Shastas. They have so many different options and vintage trailers that are all completely restored and beautiful with full hookups, with, with uh, bathrooms that come on their own site that are very private with beautiful lighting, uh, uh, globe lighting, and fire pits that all come with them. So that so beautiful glamping experience without having to do any of that work. And I, I bet yeah. those things, and I think they do. I think I saw this online. They come with all the sheets and everything. So it's like a hotel. Oh, yeah. You don't have to bring yeah, your yeah. towels the and... Oh, yeah. It's uh, like a hotel. Show up with your, your towels are there. You just pull up and you're, you're glamping. So for someone who's wondering if they like it, there you have it. And it's just, it, the sites are really nice. I, wanted, I didn't get a chance to peek in there, but I've seen the pictures online. And from a person who loves vintage trailers, they're really, really well done. They're really well appointed. And they, I, I'm going to go back and stay in one of those for sure. I also love their glamping tents. They have beautiful glamping tents there as an option to stay in. Mm -hmm. And those come, they don't have bathrooms, but they come with, so I think it's eight of them share one bathroom. So you're sharing a bathroom with many less people in a private bathroom there with just the people who are in that, that glamp tent And the glamping area. section. Okay. Right, and those are just really beautifully done. I, I don't know. The designer did a great job. Just the furniture, very safari, very rustic. Yeah. Big leather sofas to snuggle into. They come with refrigerators. They come with huge tables. They come with outdoor kitchens. So you just have a lot of options when you're, when you're in those. How much fun um, would it I be to, to get all mom. your friends to do that? You know, all oh, it would be so book fun. for the same yeah. weekend. Yeah, then you'd all be in that one section, and those have two big fire pits out in front of them. So, um, but that would be really fun. I talked to a mom who was there who was camping, and her son was autistic, and she said, "I can't do without. We want to camp, but we can't do without a television because uh -huh. he's dependent upon his routine." So that glamping tent just worked perfectly for their family, and she also felt like it was safe to leave her teenage kids there while she was off at the pool with the young one. So. Yeah. Yeah, it gave a lot of options, and then they also have cabins. So if you have more people that you want to put in one unit, they have cabin options there. So now, how many cabins did they have? They had quite a bit of uh, quite a few cabins. They had at least twenty cabins. Oh, that's a lot. Yeah. 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 Yeah, and, and do the do you know if do the cabins come with all the linens and everything, or do you have to bring that? Oh yeah, no, the cabins come with everything. They are uh, some of them sleep up to six people, queen beds, queen mattress, 
Uh, there's one of them that has a leather futon sleeper in the uh, living room as well. They come, you know, they all have microwaves and linens and towels and cookware. So, oh. again, it's an option to just show up and. If can, you had to pick, if you had to pick a favorite thing about that campground, what would it be? It would be that cabana. <laughs> <laughs> it would be that cabana. I sat in a cabana, my own private cabana. Because with my snacks, yeah, with that's my so drink, relaxing. With my lounge chair, yeah, yeah. You know what? I yeah. always think that I can't sit for like we we did go on a resort vacation in January, and it's amazing to me. We all took turns going down to the pool in the morning to make sure we got uh, seats. Although we were there at kind of an off season, and and we didn't have trouble getting seats, but by by noonish or so there were no chair we wanted to all sit together but i literally parked myself there and stayed there all day and, and yeah and rick kept coming by saying you want to go to the gym do you want to go no no i'm good thanks <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah that's what you do yes. yeah so, yeah so, i saw the pictures at, online in southern California. Oh, I'm sorry. No, I saw the pictures online, and they looked like they had several different kinds of cabanas. Some of them had, like, double beds in them with chairs. It looked like such a beautiful place to just park yourself for the day. Yes, and I did that for several days. (laughs) (laughs) I did because, look, my daughter just wanted to swim. She just wanted to swim with her friend that she made. And so, and we could walk back and forth to our trailer if we needed something and just enjoy being in the shade, watching her swim, enjoying herself and, and just, just be, just hang out. So I'd have to say that's just an amazing part of it. And look, you pay a really, really hefty price tag for that in Southern California. You cannot find a hotel for less than $400 a night. And that's not necessarily even a resort-style location. So for a resort-style, especially in the summer, you'd be paying for $500 a night for that type of pool amenity. Yeah. So if you own an RV, this is another way to experience, like, both sides of life. Because, like you said, where you live, you can't, afford to take your children on a three or four day hotel stay like that and spend a couple thousand dollars well you can stretch i love that we can stretch it out more so that that's what one thing we like the value of camping we like that for what we could spend on four nights we could go out in the we could go out in our trailer for 20 nights probably or more so we like the extended option of being able to camp, being able to vacation throughout the year instead of spending all your money in one place. Right. And, um, and that's the truth that's about really RVing. Yeah. With RVing, you can really um, do more with your vacation dollars. You can you can control, like, how much you spend per night and whether you eat out or eat in, um, you know, what kind of site you choose. So there's ways to control the budget in which you have so much more flexibility. 
And you just can't do yeah, that at you, resort hotels. I mean, they are what they are. No, you have to eat out. You're really not going to bring all your food into your hotel room, and that's not going to work. And so you do. We always eat out, but we don't have to eat out every meal. And and that that does. It really helps control the price and allows us to do more. Now, so. I know with kids who, who always love, like, a jelly stone or a, a campground with stuff, did you have a hard time going back to state park camping after um, your precious one there enjoyed all the fun there? No, she enjoys both. She's like a, she enjoys both, but she definitely wants to go back, and she's always vying to go somewhere with a pool because she would stay in the water all day. If she can, she's not quite used to the waves yet, so she's definitely ready to go back. And and we'll we'll go back. I'm excited to go back and stay in one of those other options. Stay in a stay in a safari tent or stay in one of the the cool vintage trailers. So well, if you do that, we'll have you back on the air to report all about that because I, what I love about the Highway West Resorts is there's so many options for people. So I love that you can bring your own trailer. I love that you could create a family reunion at one of these, a 60th birthday party, just a gathering of your college girlfriends, and you don't have to have a trailer to enjoy all of the things there. Yes, and really at a really great rate, and and it would be super fun to do that and go there and just show up and enjoy the wine country and enjoy the pool without having to work at it. So yeah, all it, right. it, it is a really great option for that. Well, I'm putting it on my list. And next time I'm visiting you, we're just going to have to go up there. Maybe a girls weekend. Maybe we'll have to leave Dominic and Rick behind. <laughs> yeah, definitely a girls weekend is an order for yeah. sure. <laughs> we, could find, we could find that spa experience locally, I'm yeah. sure. They would, I'm sure they would help us do that. Well, because and the, you know what? The staff is really great. It wouldn't matter to me if we didn't find that because there's nothing I love more than just sitting in the shade, watching the world go by, and being able to dip in that pool and cool off and go back to my chair. So I could do that for days on end. <laughs> yeah. No, you don't. You definitely don't have to leave this. You don't have to leave. Yeah. That's what's so great. Sounds so. wonderful. Well, thanks for reporting yes. on it, Nat. Thanks for getting out there and uh, being the girl camper reporter on this one. I hope when I'm in the Pacific Northwest next summer, I get to do the Highways Resort because I know Highways West has a lot of locations up there. So I'm looking forward to checking oh. them out when I'm in um, Oregon next summer. Oh, great. I hope you do because they're places in Oregon look amazing. I really, really want to go there. Well, so. I know you have been stalking their websites for a long time, so I'm glad you got to go to this. <laughs> <laughs> I have. I've been stalking them, and I got to go. Yeah. Bucket list. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks, Nat, for coming on, and thank you, Highways West, for uh, giving us the opportunity to uh, showcase your beautiful uh, campsites there. I'm looking forward to going myself, and thanks for coming on the show today, Nat. Happy trails. Thank you. Happy trails. Thanks for continuing to inspire the campers out there. And thanks for all you do in at uh, Hold You Foundation. So we'll both keep... Uh, trying to make the world a better place in different ways. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, love you. Right. All right. Love you. Bye. Bye. 
Well, that's our show for today. I hope you will dig in and enjoy the pleasures of combining camping and resort vacationing. I think it's different than just glamping. Glamping you can do on your own just by making your surroundings comfortable and pretty, but you can't RV resort without the RV resort. I just love the idea of having all the things we love about camping available in a place where you really feel pampered. So thank you, Natalie, for going out there. I love the idea of just sitting in that hot tub, soaking up the uh, the warmth and looking at the stars at night. I'd like to thank our other sponsors, Tom's Camperland from Phoenix, Arizona, General RV with 12 locations across the country in the East Coast, Bankston Motorhomes with three locations in Alabama and two in Tennessee, and Setzer's World of Camping in Huntington, West Virginia. I'd also like to thank Kempco Manufacturing for making things for camping, fun, and so much more. Also, a special shout out to Liberty Outdoors, makers of the Max Trailer, the Mini Trailer, and the Park Liner. They're building things for every stage of the RVer's life and want you to travel with the peace of mind that you've earned. I've had so much fun this summer during my five-week trip to Texas in the Mini and the three weeks I spent boondocking in the off-road Max Trailer in Colorado. These trailers are so well-built and so well-designed. To take a look at their inventory, go to GoLibertyOutdoors.com and see what model is right for you. Also, explore the Liberty brands at home by watching their YouTube channels. There's so many great videos out there. Liberty is building the highest quality trailers in the industry with best-in-class workmanship, design, and customer service. Which one is right for you? I'd also like to thank my producer, Stephanie Puglisi, for putting this show together. That's a wrap for this week, everybody. Get out there and go places and do things. Happy trails. <laughs>